What's up, y'all, and welcome into today's episode of Forte Flashbacks. This is our series where we are looking back at old times from the show uh, that most of you probably didn't hear because they were from really early in the show. Uh, that, you know, we know that a lot of you guys have just started in the last few months, last year or so. So we want to let you know who all these co-hosts are. So uh, we started with Allison Sullivan, who was on episode two of the podcast as a guest. Last week was Father Anthony Sharapa, and the next co-host came on as a guest on episode 96, and that man's name is Jonathan Bearded Blevins. We didn't know each other at all. This was kind of like our getting to know each other like session, which is, was always funny when we had guests, and uh, it ultimately clicked and it jived. So, uh, you know, he's been a co-host for, for over two years now, but this was all the way back in 2018. So uh, we're about to cut back to that. It's going to sound a lot different. It was back when we were live on the radio. Uh, he was on a phone, like literally phoned in, like people call into the radio shows. Uh, and that's how we had this conversation. It's going to sound different. Uh, there was no video back in the day, so it's just going to be audio for those of you watching on YouTube. But I do have a special treat, a bunch of throwback pictures from John himself in, you know, the spirit of Forte Flashback and uh, some pictures of us as well. So I hope that you guys enjoy this flashback, John's first appearance on episode 96. Stay tuned till the end because, uh, you know, it's a blast from the past and it's fun for me to kind of go through it, re-edit it, and kind of like relive and remember a bunch of this stuff because I've forgotten it. Just like even if you heard it, you've probably forgotten a lot of this stuff as well. So I will give like my recap, my highlights of the conversation at the end of the interview with John. Here you go. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. Here at Forte Catholic, we are Catholic? Catholic. Hey, uh, Sam, uh, we, we have a, uh, a special sound for Maggie saying uh, Forte Catholic. Can you play that real quick? You got that ready? This is my my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, saying, uh, yeah, I think so. Say, I love you. I love you. I love you, Maggie. I love you. Daddy's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. We'll find the other one later, but she is super cute. But here, here at Forte Catholic, which is what I meant to say, we're all about making Catholicism fun again. And, and today's first guest, uh, Jonathan Blevins, also known as Bearded Blevins, has made Catholicism fun again in a very, very specific way. I don't know how many of you are gamers. You all know that I am. I love video games, and this guy streams on Twitch. So, uh, yes, people do watch other people play video games. It's an entire thing now. And Jonathan has thousands of people following him, and he is bringing his faith into it. Jonathan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Taylor? I'm doing great. So, hey, uh, I just found you maybe a few weeks ago on on social media. We got connected. I started watching some of your streams of you playing Fortnite. Uh, so I think what we're going to have to do for a lot of people listening on Catholic Radio is clarify terms. by what is the <laughs> What is the Fortnite? What is Twitch? But before we do that, I just want to get to know you more, and I want the audience to be able to get to know you a little bit as well. So if you just described yourself in an elevator to somebody, what would you say? Oh my goodness, in an elevator. I always say the same few things. You know, my name is Jonathan Blevins. I live over at 18... No, I'm just kidding. I don't tell my address. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 
I'm a director of catechesis and evangelization. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Jody. I have two crazy boys, a three-year-old and a two-year-old named Caleb and Zachary. Um, love working for the church. And also, I play video games and people watch me play them online. <laughs> and we're all jealous and we love watching. <laughs> so first of the first thing we have to address is you just admitted that you tell your life story to people on elevators. Are you insane? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's actually part of the job is to be uh, super vulnerable in all areas, you know, including especially elevators. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody on elevators. <laughs> First tough question. You talked about elevators. Do you talk to people about faith and life on planes or do you are you a uh, headphones guy like me? Okay, so I try not to. And I, I literally say prayers in the airport if I'm going to go speak somewhere, I'm going anywhere at all. I'm like, Lord, please, not today. I'll, I'll wear long sleeves to hide my rosary bracelet. I'll, and in and my ta- and my little tattoo, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want it. And I'll put my headphones on and just inevitably someone will like bump me and they'll be like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're nice. Why is that? <laughs> like, well, no reason. And we just get into it. So I try not to, um, but I'd say 50% of the time we get into conversations on planes. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I've shared with the audience before that I... Uh... I don't like sharing the gospel in a place where I'm stuck. And when I'm in a plane, I'm absolutely stuck. I mean, somebody can Amen. get frustrated and mad at you, and you're just like, well, we're going to on this th- you know, three-hour flight to Memphis together. This is awkward, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, and what's more awkward than, like, do I put my headphones back in now? Like, is the conversation over, or am I going to keep getting yelled at? I am through with you. <laughs> we are done here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I'm not good at sharing the gospel on planes. You're 50% better than I am. But uh, you do share the gospel on this thing called Twitch. So if, for the layman, it's, it's like you work in ministry. We have to explain transubstantiation to somebody who doesn't <laughs> understand what any of those words mean, any of the prefixes or any of the suffixes or whatever. So exactly. um, to the Catholics, they understand on radio, they understand transubstantiation for the most part. Uh, 98%, and I did a lot of research into this, 98% of our listeners don't understand what Twitch is. Explain it to them. Sure. So if they're familiar with YouTube, which I'm hopeful that most people are, it's uh, it's like YouTube except live. And actually, YouTube has a, a version of this too, where you can just watch someone live at all times. And so Twitch was founded, it actually started off as this weird site called Justin TV. And then it uh, was bought by Twitch. And then that was bought by Amazon. And so now it is this multi, you know, million or billion dollar industry that allows you to film yourself live, interact with a community or a chat when they can go into any of the hundreds of thousands of people that are streaming and to watch them do anything. It started as like video games only. um, And that's primarily what it is still, but you can watch people cook and interact with them. You can watch them do their makeup and do makeup tutorials or anything like that at all and interact with kind of an online community. I tried doing the makeup tutorials on my Twitch page and it didn't go very well. (laughs) You should try beard maintenance on there. That'd be real good. But here's the deal. Um, I don't know if I'm worse at doing makeup or Fortnite. (laughs) 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 If we're being honest, true confessions of a Catholic radio show host. Um, So you do the Twitch thing and then you've already mentioned that you're in ministry. What do you do uh, for the church there? Sure. So I used to be a youth minister for about eight to 10 years. I'm really bad at math, so I try not to count. Uh, But right now, I'm a director of catechesis and evangelization at a parish outside of Chicago. Um, And to borrow a phrase from the pro-life movement, I'm just basically responsible for the catechesis and evangelization from the womb to the tomb uh, at the the parish. There you go. Uh, How often do you teach at tombs? 
<laughs> all of the time. <laughs> all the time. How often are you there uh, at baby's births uh, proclaiming the gospel to them? <laughs> as as often as I possibly can. It's really weird. I'll knock on the doors of hospitals and just be like, hey, it's never too early to hear the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag bad ways to evangelize. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the good way to evangelize. I love what you're doing on Twitch. But my first question before we talk about what you're actually doing and how you're combining your love of video games with your faith uh, the first question I have, and uh, remember, you're on Catholic Radio, so you can't lie. What did you love first as a young man, God or video games? Okay, so this is great. You might not get as juicy of an answer as you want out of this, but I will be very honest. So I, I actually wouldn't even say to this day that I love video games. Um, I enjoy them a lot, and there's a few I've played throughout my life that I've really, really enjoyed. Like I got into Madden and kind of sports games as a kid. Got into Halo quite a bit, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, and then Fortnite right now. But really, those are like the five or six games I've ever played. Um, I've got two younger brothers, and they have played thousands of hours more than I have. Um, so I will say I probably loved video games first, like truly like enjoyed them more than I enjoyed God or praying. But uh, authentically caring and loving, I'm going to go with God. There you go. That, that's a good answer. I feel like you're a great politician. You found the way to actually give me the juicy answer under the guise of it not being a juicy answer. I Perfect. really appreciate Thank that. <laughs> so you also get asked questions. So while, while you're on Twitch, we can see the game. You're playing Fortnite. If you don't know what Fortnite is, uh, it, it's this game where everybody gets dropped in. It's very cartoonish, but it's, it's, it's a blast to play. My, me and my friends are all playing. It's the number one game in the world right now it's a free game that somehow made a billion dollars i mean it's just it's just insane right yeah and, it's like uh, hunger games yeah it's it's the hunger games a hundred people get dropped in you have one life if you die you're dead very 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 catholic you only get one life unless you're jesus <laughs> or lazarus the goal is to survive to, until you're the last person unless you're playing a team then you want your team to be the last last people it is absolutely addicting and a blast and that is the game that you are playing while you're playing this game i'm i'm barely good enough to survive. I've only won like 10 times. That's probably how many wins you get in a day. You are not only playing the game, focusing on the game. There's also a video camera on you. You're talking about the game. There's a chat that like, you know, people like me can, can talk to you in the chat, talk to people that are helping you out and ask questions. And you're answering tough questions about faith while playing Fortnite. It's phenomenal. How did you think of this? How did this start? Yeah, so about a year and a half ago, I started. I streamed some Madden. So my my brother is a, a famous streamer, and you know he was like, "Hey, you should try streaming. I think you're funny and you'd be good at it." So about a year and a half ago, I plugged in and just played Madden on my like 2002 Xbox Connect. Terrible quality, terrible internet. Like it, it was a, a pretty bad stream, and I just played Madden and hung out. I didn't have like a purpose of doing the stream, so I stopped doing it because it, I was staying up too late and and there wasn't much good coming from it. And then my brother kind of blew up um, in the in the streaming world, and he came to me again and was like, "Hey, dude, you should like consider streaming." And I was like, "I don't want to look like I'm riding your wave uh, of of fame and popularity." And he's like, "Well, you have a good message, uh, and that's fine. People might find you because of me, but they'll stay because of your purpose for streaming." Um, and he kind of gave me the idea of using you know, this platform of Twitch to evangelize. Um, and that's not, you know, that's not like his, his forte. <laughs> oh, look at I you even, making jokes. I didn't even plan that, dude. Didn't dude, even plan and, that. And, and like the amount of people I have to explain the word forte to is ridiculous. And you just, <laughs> you just got right into it. I, I think yes. I love you. 
This is great. This is a. Uh, did we just become best friends? I think so. Um, but I have heard one of the first tweets I sent uh, or that I read from you was all about how you lose followers and the reason people unfollow you. It definitely said that we're never going to play Fortnite together. So I've given up on that. It's fine. It's all, <laughs> no, no, it's no. See, that's, well, you and I are friends. We can play Fortnite together. <laughs> okay. Just don't stream it because I, I'll, feel, I'll feel bad. Unless you, unless you – look, or maybe here's the deal. Maybe here's what we do. Maybe you stream it so you can show how good you are by carrying me to a victory. <laughs> that sounds great. And we can share our entire life stories in front of the world. This would be a great thing. That'll be phenomenal. <laughs> so, I, I, so my brother is like, he, you know, he's like, do this thing. And I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I was like, I'll take it to prayer. And I brought it up to my wife. And she's like, you know, I think you'd be good at this too. Um, and so Fortnite had just been becoming huge. And I had just started playing it. I hadn't played video games in about a year. Um, wow. which is like the longest I've gone, you know, from the age of 14 without playing video games. But Fortnite came out and everyone's playing it. So I'm like, oh, I'll try it out. And it was so much fun. And I was like, let's do this thing. I want the stream to be, a, you know, like a place, a kind of like pre-evangelization, you know, just a good, safe, holy place. Because the internet can be a dark, awful, weird place, especially Twitch. Um, but I wanted to maybe be a little bit of a light in the in the darkness. And so I was like, let's do this thing. Even if we're just having a joyful time and not talking a ton about Jesus or the church, that's fine. I shoot in little reminders of like, God loves you. You know, I love you. God loves you more. Let's change the world. That's kind of a thing that I say all the time now. But it's been a really cool thing because just authentically, people start asking questions. They're like, oh, why is he talking about God? And uh, more, more often than not, they're not trolls. And they start asking really good questions, and I try to answer them. So that's kind of how the whole thing started. You know how I know that you have trolls? <laughs> How's that? I almost got kicked out of your stream the first time I was in it. Just because I made a joke and the guy that was running the stream was like, I'm going to kick him out. And then you were like, no, let's let's test it out. And I was like, no, no, it's me. I'm, I'm fine. Wait, so I saved you. You did. You saved me. <laughs> you, I saved you from the band hammer, the you, almighty band you hammer. You did. And it was right. At, it was like it was in that stream that I asked you to come on the show. So I asked you to come on the show in your stream that I almost got kicked out of that you saved me from. So thank you. you have oh, that's awesome. You have something in common with Jesus. You've both saved <laughs> Perfect. Me. That's about the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's the deal. I, I've watched your stream a few times. The, the first time that I logged in, right as I was about to get kicked out, you were talking about, uh, like a guy asked you a question about discernment and discerning the priesthood. So I'm baffled, right? Like I don't really know you all that well. I'm I have spent some time on Twitch myself, and like you said, it's pretty dark. Like most streamers, I have to turn off the sound because all they're doing is cussing every other word. And you, yep. not only are you not doing that, you're talking about faith. Your stream before you go up, it says, like, remember, God loves you. And you're talking about this stuff. You're answering people's questions as you play this game. And I was just blown away by your by your answer to this guy and, I mean, just floored that on the by the fact that it was going on Twitch. You know, not in a church, not at some youth conference, but on Twitch, this super popular thing that you said, multi-billion dollar company that people are streaming for hours and hours and hours, and you're bringing the gospel there into a place that it rarely, rarely is. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's been it's been really unbelievable. And again, like the you came in at a good time. I really do think that's kind of the spirit. Like maybe I get eight questions one stream, two questions another, and then a hundred the next. It really is completely random. Like when one person asks a good church question, they kind of flood in. Um, so there'll be a whole stream where the only thing I'm talking about Jesus at all is my reminder of I love you, God loves you more. Uh, but you came in at a question about discerning the priesthood, <laughs> which is the only time I've ever been asked that question on the whole stream. Really? I've been asked every question you can imagine. That was the first one, the first time I've been asked that one. 
it's crazy because I, I really do believe the gospel is contagious and that joy is contagious. And so even some of the trolls that come in at first end up sending me like pouring their heart out on social media. Cause I always tell people I'll pray for them at the end of the stream. If they DM me on Twitter or Instagram and it's unbelievable, like some of these people's stories. Uh, and that's really like been the, the craziest part that I wish I could share. Cause you can see all the stuff on, in the chat. You can hear what I say on Twitch. Um, but it's the stuff that's happening behind the scenes of me praying for people and having conversations and people being vulnerable. That's the stuff that kind of surprised me. Yeah. And, that, and that's, it's funny that you say that because we've got a few minutes left, but I do want to hear like, what's been the, the coolest story from this, essentially this ministry that you're doing on Twitch? What's been the coolest story um, of, of somebody reaching out to you or a question that you were, you were asked? All right. So the, I'm going to try to explain this as short and succinct as possible. There, there's a thing you can do on Twitch where if, if I have a hundred people on my channel watching me and I'm about to sign off, I can take my hundred people and send them into anyone else who's streaming's lobby. It's called a host or a raid. And so one night I wanted to, usually I host or raid people that I know, that I've vetted, that they're not swearing, those kind of things. But one night I wanted to make a difference in someone's life. So I went down all the way to the bottom of Twitch and found someone that had like one or two viewers that were watching them. And so, and then the title of their stream was like, rest in peace, my son, you know, like, like this guy lost his son. So I sent my hundred people over there and my community is very generous and very, they'll donate money and they'll, they'll say, I'm praying for you. And they'll subscribe to your channel and they'll follow and all that stuff. And his notifications, when anytime someone followed or subscribed were like super filthy, like dropping uh, curses and all kinds of things. And I was like, what have I done? I've sent a hundred people over here. Here's a Catholic streamer. And, and this like, is like, looks like some satanic stuff. And so immediately I'm like beard brigade, which is what we call my, my followers. Like, get out of here, get out of here. I'm so sorry. I didn't know who this guy was. I'm trying to make his day. And this guy like turns off the notifications, apologizes and says to everyone like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I lost my son. I'm going through a really hard time. Um, thank you for the host and the radio. This guy's super polite and nice. Nothing like what his notification was. And uh, he apologizes. And then I'm like, okay, it's all good. The next day he comes into my channel and he donates like a hundred bucks and writes an essay for everyone in my chat to read saying that he wants to start going back to church and he's going to put his faith first and stop swearing on his stream. Oh my gosh, man. Not only did you change his day, but like <laughs> oh my gosh that whole story is just crazy there's, Dude, there's, it was wild and so i and we've been talking like ever since and uh, praying for him and his family like losing a kid i can't even imagine um and so yeah it's been it's been really cool and there's lots of stories like that none quite as dramatic um but it's pretty fun that's phenomenal like just the randomness of it you know like you didn't even plan it you know like that's that's crazy that's so awesome yeah for sure hey it's been phenomenal uh talking to you it's been phenomenal watching your stream i look forward to uh uh, you carrying me to a victory at some point soon. How can people find you? How can people watch the stream? How can they get connected to you? Sure. So it's twitch.tv uh, backslash bearded blevins. Um, and then that's actually my Twitter and my Instagram handle as well. Just bearded blevins, B as in boy, L E V as in Victor, I N S uh, over on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, thanks, man. God bless. And the irony of you being Bearded Blevins is that people are probably about to hear a commercial about Beard Bomb. So th thanks again for coming on. God bless. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> thanks for having me. God bless, brother. Peace. All right, guys. We uh, just thank Bearded Blevins, Jonathan, so much for coming on today's show. Uh, go check out his Twitch stream. It's something that uh, it's a ministry, part of the new evangelization. Nobody's doing this. It is absolutely phenomenal whenever we come back we are going to be talking to my new friend chris agron i'm pretty sure that's exactly how you pronounce it with that many rolled r's we'll be right back
All right. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. If you did, hit that subscribe button on YouTube or wherever you are listening to the podcast. And uh, in the comments or on social media, let us know like what your thoughts are on this series as a whole. Your thoughts on John and I's first conversation. I have the microphone now, though, so I'm going to share my thoughts from the conversation. And just, I mean, my all of my notes I just took as I was listening to it. So we're going to go in order, starting right from the beginning. Man, one of the funniest things about doing these flashbacks is like it's it's hard for me to listen to me over 150 episodes ago because I just think I've gotten a lot better than I was now. Like I just felt super awkward listening to me being super awkward with John when everything's a lot more relaxed now. Uh, like, I think I was nervous talking to this man. I mean, he's a famous, famous brother, which we'll get to we'll get to a point on that here in a second. But uh, I think I was nervous meeting John and talking to John just because I didn't know him all that well. And, you know, when it comes to the Catholic world, like he had a bunch of, as the kids like to say, clout, you know, over on Twitch with all his followers and social media with all his followers. So, you know, I, I, I uh, literally started off the episode not being able to say the word Catholic which is in the name of the show and also something that I have been since for 31 years because I was baptized pretty early. So 31 years of being this thing. And I said Catholic, which I like back in the day, I had sound bites like the ones you heard of my kids saying silly things like the one that you heard of my daughter, who's now six. <laughs> She's like literally a baby child uh talking into the microphone that you heard earlier we never ended up playing the right clip by the way i don't know if you noticed that we said we'd hopefully get to it and then we never did uh also for those of you from this is just for those of you who have been here for a while like before the co-host my first co-host was producer sam and not my wife for those of you that know my wife's name it was a, a different lady she was essentially the first like uh you know how they have like the proto evangelium, like the, the before uh, evangelization, the first before like the world was evangelized. You had the first thing that gets evangelized before the evangelization, the pre evangelization, all these sorts of ideas. Right. Like she was the proto co-host because she started just as the producer, just the person going beep, boop, boop and putting all the like making sure that the live radio show went well. But we had a great rapport and started talking all the time we heard her just just barely today so that brought back some good memories um i also like <laughs> in hindsight that i threw to my daughter before i threw to john who's like the honored guest right i'm like oh john's here but before we get to that let me let's let's throw to my two-year-old and hear what she has to say also uh not only all throughout this show but like in all the promotion for it like in the show notes for the show it is Jonathan Blevins. Everything's Jonathan. I call him Jonathan the whole time. That man is not a Jonathan. And I have I don't think I've ever called him Jonathan unless I'm like mad at him when I'm like Jonathan Lene Blevins, you know? But like he's a John. So it's just so weird to go back and hear me say Jonathan over and over again. Uh I also like that, you know, John has so many more kids now. <laughs> I think he said he had one or something like that. Uh but that's, I mean, it's just crazy how long we, it just kind of shows how long we've been on this journey. Like we've created humans. Both of us have created humans, not together separately, uh, but we both created humans since then. Um, also, I think the moment we even, we even mentioned it. I think the uh, we, we even said like, did we just become best friends? 
like the moment that he was honest as like a public Catholic who, you know, evangelizes at, at his parish and travels the country and speaks and all these things for him to be honest uh, and agree with me and, and I be open about I'm not going to evangelize on a plane. I'm just not going to do it for all the reasons that we talked about. But most like Catholic speakers and Catholic uh, like, you know, people in the public eye as Catholics are like, oh, no, I would always event. It's like, shut up. No, you wouldn't. Like some of you would. And I believe you. But a lot of you are lying. And I don't like the lying. So when he was honest and agreed with me, let's be honest, that was that was part of it, too. But just the fact that he was so honest and open about that, I was impressed by. And I think that's why I like him so much. Uh, what else? Oh, I also like uh, really liked my womb to tomb joke. That was just like on the spot. I had never thought about it before. And honestly, I've never thought about it since. Like, that's a great joke. When I, when I, like everybody says like, oh yeah, we, we, we preach to people in the womb to the tomb, but none of us have ever preached to people in the womb or at a tomb. <laughs> so like, I love that joke and I'm going to c- keep using it. So uh, sorry, five-year-old self or three-year-old self, three years, not three-year-old self. I didn't say it when I was three, three years ago, self. I'm plagiarizing you. Um, also, uh, we talked about, like, you know, that we were going to throw a, a commercial about Beards after talking to him, who's named John Bearded Blevins. And the commercials are one of my favorite things about this show. I just love doing them. Like, I get my inspiration from uh, Conan O'Brien, the Conan Needs a Friend podcast, and Will Ferrell's podcast uh, with Ron Burgundy, or, or, you know, where he plays Ron Burgundy. And... Like, I think they're a lot better now, but I still think, like, all-time best commercial is what would have been heard. I cut it off for you so you didn't have to hear it. But uh, I used for, like, a year. Do you or anyone you love have a beard, lips, or skin? Like, I just... (laughs) I love how quickly that escalated. It's like, do any of your friends have a beard? It's like, yeah. Like, like maybe 20% of the people I know have a beard. Uh, Lips? Uh, Well, yes, you idiot. And then skin? Like, it just cracks me up (laughs) i don't know sometimes i make myself laugh and i i mean obviously we haven't used that in a long time but it was a good one but i think it wore out its welcome but it's been three years so it was funny again to me you got to make yourselves laugh people because otherwise uh, who else will laugh at your own jokes uh also i was really proud of myself again i I talk about john a lot and now i feel like i'm talking about what i'm proud of, of myself which i mean honestly it took me this long to get to it because like I said, I really think I wasn't that great in this interview. A couple of good one-liners. But I was I made it like a conscious effort to not be the person that brought up his brother. Because, you know, his brother's one of the more famous people in the world. And I didn't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you know, we've talked about it throughout the years. Like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, look, I, I want to I'm talking to you so that I can talk about your brother or get close to your brother, or whatever. It's like, that's not what it's about. But it's just funny that I, I tried really hard at the nine minute mark. John brings up his brother. I win. I think that's how I win. I was so, uh, let's get back to being proud of John. I was so proud of John for his Forte joke. Another moment that I knew that he was a special boy because like most people don't know what Forte is and they get really confused by it. But whenever he said, that's not my Forte and like didn't plan that, like, like I was just very, very proud of that young old man. Let's see. What else? Um... Oh, we talked about in the show where, like, I invited him to come onto the show for the first time in his Twitch stream, and we joked that I almost got kicked out of it. Well, I've, I just would like to update you that I've been kicked out multiple times since. Uh, just want to get that out there. Also, the, 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 last, uh, the last thing 
is what a cool story about that Twitch streamer that he shared right at the end. I had forgotten that story. Again, this was like three years ago for me. I forget half the things I say and most of the things that pe- other people say. And I was like, it was just such a cool story that like John, what John did, and it even looked bad, and it ended up being a real good. I was really, I mean, that's just an inspiring story. Um, and I would like to reveal now that the name of that streamer, the one that John rated and, uh, you know, was struggling in his faith and say, saying bad things and cussing, and then he had a big conversion because of John and his community. That man's name was Father Anthony Sharapa, and he's a priest now. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this Forte flashback. Make sure that you hit subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you guys for being here. I'll be back soon. Bye.